playlist and I love like that's like my introduction to people through music Mm. and it's Mm -hmm. just such a beautiful way of like learning about people and saying oh okay this is this is one of the vibes you would create at your most elevated self and I just think it's wonderful and so I just loved the theme of that like bold black brilliant like I was just like that's it come through I'm over here smoking about to start a revolution or something like I love right <laughs> I was like that is the vibe that I am freaking going for what's going on wolves it's Lotus Aloba back here with another episode of Cosmic Conversations and this is the segment in the Loba Land podcast where I get to introduce you to incredible beings of light and we have a dope-ass conversation that y'all can enjoy so let's get into it because I we already started our conversation before this so it is what it is okay Shout out my boo. I feel like we've been in kindred spirits for forever. Miss Laura OG. Okay. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Oh, I'm so happy to have you on. I'm just going to go over your you. bio real quick so the wolves know what I am giving. Okay. Okay. Need to know. Top tier. All right. (laughs) Laura OG is a cannabis cultivator, educator, and consultant dedicated to teaching women how to incorporate cannabis into their everyday life through conscious consumption and self-care practices. Mm. She is an advocate for equity and diversity within the cannabis industry and the founder of Smoke Break. Smoke Break is the pursuit of normalizing conversations between women and cannabis through storytelling, design, events, and music curation. She lobbies for home grows and the, and excuse me, I'm going to re-edit this. She lobbies for home grows and believes everyone should have the knowledge and space to grow their own medicine. Yes. That is, yes. that is Laura. Laura OG, baby. Yes, yes, I am so excited to be here today. Thank you, thank you. Same. This is going to be such a dope conversation because, I mean, what what, what gets better than cannabis, music, and just like two Black women being dope? I just, I'll wait. Right, right. I I can't think. Top tier, like you said, uh, top tier. Period. (laughs) So let's talk about how we connected because I actually knew about Smoke Break for a while because I've been obsessed with Smoke Break. It was really one of those first platforms on Instagram for me where I felt like cannabis was normalized in me being a a Black woman, you know, and it wasn't like, um, it wasn't stigmatized. Like It was so cool. I remember when you did one, uh, you did Brittany Antoinette, who has the Idea Girl, she did a playlist. And I was like, oh my God, like, you know, she's one of the cool girls. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, this is, (laughs) and then Eunice did one. And then I'm just like, oh my God, like, this is so cool because you literally gave us a space to show the, I want to say like the diversity in who we are as cannabis um, enthusiasts. You know, it's not just yeah. like we are quote unquote potheads who sit on the couch and do absolutely nothing. Like, no, in even in the storytelling of the playlist, like you get to see these women's personalities. It's just such a beautiful way to express your passion. Like yeah. I was obsessed, obsessed. Oh, well, thank you. You know, cause it's like, I've smoked with so many different people of different backgrounds, ethnicities, professions, ages. And that's the beauty of cannabis. It's like, you don't know 
who is a quote unquote pothead. You know, you just right. go to an event or you or go somewhere and you find somebody smoking. It's like, oh shit, you smoke too. So that was the whole thing behind Smoke Break. It's like, I am a black woman first and foremost, but yes. I want all women to be comfortable with their cannabis use because I've smoked with all women. And, you know, instead of like just coming right out and being like, you smoke, um, which, you know, I do sometimes if I feel mm-hmm. the vibe. I right. always thought that music was a nice way to like kind of get ladies to start opening up about their usage like you know mm-hmm. if I ask you you're like yo what you be rolling up to um I feel like you're more privy to open up as opposed to me just coming right out and like you know so what you smoking on so right. I, I try to marry music and and just ladies of all backgrounds of all industries of all professions um to you know just talk about what they like to smoke to the vibe they like to create and Mm. and why they choose to consume you know because I feel like somebody's story could inspire another person's story so that's the whole thing behind smoke break was really normalizing that conversation and just using vibe curation as a means to do oh my goodness I everything everything you said it's so important that we continue to create these sacred spaces for us to continue exploring to continue just being ourselves you know and just having a space to practice with this sacred plant medicine because that's really what it comes down to you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like that's what it is it's healing and music is also healing so the way you put that together I'm just like I said if you guys are not following smoke break yet I'm please you guys can listen (laughs) to the podcast and also go and follow at the same time I know y'all can do it I believe in my wolves okay go ahead and do both (laughs) at the same time um (laughs) let's get into how we met so like I said I knew about you for a while. I've been stalking you for a while, you know, healthy kind of stalking. But um, it was when we both joined in as higher ups that I think we started to connect. Yes. Right. Because yes. Eunice was like, Dad, do you know Laura? She does human design. I was like, what? She does human design? <laughs> Wait. You didn't yes. tell me she does human design. <laughs> it was that and highlights. Yes. Yes. Two yes. communities. Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I. I also have been stalking you. Um, so it's like a mutual, you see, it's the, it's the vibe. I love it. I, yes. Also, it's that projector vibe. Like, I see yes. my people. Okay. Yes. So we're... <laughs> oh, but, um... projector. I should have known. But I saw you. I recognized you. And I, like, I love what you're doing in the wellness space. And I feel like right now, especially with like cannabis and people are tapping more into using it as a means of wellness I was just like I had to like see if like maybe she could like curate like a little vibe for us and I've been switching around some of the playlists to get like a more summery feel a -hmm. more like we outside it's it's feeling good right now because who knows how long that's gonna last so I had to reach out to you and I was just like could you please could you please and you did (sighs) and it's out yes Right the playlist now. is out, like y'all. How beautiful is this? Your volume eleven. I mean, one eleven. And you know, I got the email that it was out at eleven eleven. Oh. Yes. yes. So yes. I was just kind of like, like it's just it's it's the angel numbers for me. It's just like the universe saying, yes, you are in alignment. You are collaborating with 
the best of the best and you're going to bring healing because I'm like one when people see the angel number they're gonna be like oh my god right and then they get yes. to hear these incredible artists because I did curate a, a playlist that has solely black artists on there yes and they all have the positive message but it's still a vibe it's still something you could twerk to something you could turn up to something you can vibe to you know like to show that we are multi-dimensional and diverse in ourselves in our black culture as well but I just feel like when they no matter what, you know, what culture you come from, you can listen to the playlist and actually have a deep appreciation for Black culture, whether you are a part of it or whether you admire it. And it'll also inspire you as well to enjoy your life and speak positivity over your life and make sure that you're taking deep care of yourself in anything that you do. But it's still a vibe. Like, it's I just still feel like, you know, people talk about wellness and you think it's kumbaya all the time. It's like, it also could be a twerk session. It, it can it be both. <laughs> exactly. Well, see, and that's the thing too. I, I really like what Black women are doing in the wellness space and in terms of kind of redefining it and taking it back in terms of when I think of wellness, I think of like hand on chest, white girl. Um, yes. I think of, you know, whitewashed yoga yeah. studio. And this is not a knock. But this is no. the reality of what it is. It's just it's like true. we don't see ourselves in certain spaces, and mm -hmm. in the spaces where it's like this, this is this is ours. This is we're in tune with this. Why aren't yes. we here more? I appreciate people like you that are showing that wellness is is more than just yoga sessions. Wellness mm -hmm. is tapping into your spiritual self. Wellness is healing. You know, wellness is is all of that. Wellness is cannabis. So, yes, yes. a vibe. <laughs> an absolute vibe I mean I I feel like count how many times I say a vibe in this episode because I'm sure I'm gonna say it way more often than I've already done because that's just what it is we're just on a frequency this is very cosmic because again when we're coming together and we're just sharing our passion and expression expressing our our purpose with you all it just it raises the frequency. Like I'm sure the wolves listening are feeling like, oh my God, like they're in the room with us, just chilling, yes. having a good time. And that's really all that I desire. So the topic of today, we're talking about how cannabis and music can elevate your travel experience and your wellness because they do, they do like period, like a bomb playlist and some good cannabis can change any experience. I don't care what experience you're having. It can always get elevated in the best of ways. So I wanted to know, how do you utilize cannabis and music when it comes to your travel and when it comes to your wellness? Okay, so we'll speak on travel first. Um, okay, cool. First and foremost, I cannot leave the country, state, anywhere without weed. So mm -hmm. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Like, you know, I... Talk about it. Weed is coming with me. Uh, Period. Weed has always come with me because I, I will drink on um on vacation but mm -hmm, i i'd mm -hmm. rather be high i ra i love being in different spaces different places elevated that are outside of my normal environment there's something yes. beautiful like you're more in tune like you're actually present you know yes. when you're when you're i'm a new york city native um Me too. born and raised in in queens so Me too. wait what part of queens jamaica Oh, okay. So I was born in the Bronx, but I was raised in um, Corona, but they changed to Flushing because of the, you know, the pandemic. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But yes. Okay. So, Since okay. I was five. Yes. So, yes, yes, yes. Listen, so <laughs> you, we understand this, this, you know, I don't, 
appreciate my environment in the sense of even, you know, people come to New York City and it's like, oh my God, it's a new place. It's amazing. Yeah. I've been here. So it's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, desensitized. So yes. I love taking myself away and putting myself in new environments and being able to be present. And yes. I love being present high as hell. Yes. Um, so that's the, the first thing with the cannabis. Like it's going to come with me um, by way of flour, by way of tincture, by way it edibles. We, we going to make sure that I have weed during the trips. Yes. Uh, then the second thing I love to do um, is, is playlists. I love, you know, just having different vibes to like turn to, you know, it might be a twerk session night. It mm-hmm. might be uh, a Japanese jazz night. Mm. It might be an emo rock. Like it, it's what type of vibe do you want to create? Um, so it's like, I love, you know, making moods around that because once again, with the weed and the music, you can then alter the environment that you're in and turn it into something. And I know me personally, I love um, correlating memories with songs. So mm. it's just like, you know, now that I'm back in Queens, I can listen to this one song and remember, oh my God, that night when we were in Jamaica, it was like, so, mm. you know, I, I, I love, like I say, vibe curation. I, I consider mm-hmm. a vibe for me is the strain, the sensory mm. um, or c- scenery and the sound. Um, I feel like those three things are really what helps create a vibe for you. So I try to always make sure that I can alter those three things at any given time. So that's just like in general with travel. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> for wellness, yes. it's the same thing. I'm going to smoke weed every day, uh, mm-hmm. every day. And I feel like um, as somebody that grows their own, there's like a different appreciation. Like sometimes it, it can get overboard where it's like, yo, you're just rolling up because it's here now. But mm. I, I really try to make a conscious effort nowadays of like being present during mm-hmm. my smoke breaks. And that's one of the things when I truly mean like conscious consumption is like yes. a lot of times we try to multitask. We're trying to, you know, show that we are not, um, stoners and potheads so we're trying to to do all of this you know multitasking and it's just like you smoke during a break but it's not really a break and then you're sitting there like did I smoke am I high what's going on Mm, so I try to use smoke breaks as real intentional like no 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 this is your pause and you know pausing ties in with wellness like we have to like rest we need rest um, you know, projectors going into that human design. Oh, we are, oh. we need rest. So oh, I really, cannabis for me is that is that pause during the day where I could really reconnect with self, be present, and um, if I have my music on too, it's once again a total vibe. Mm, yes, yes, yeah. Like. I feel like we could end the podcast here because literally, literally, <laughs> gems. I it was the it was the. The, the whole thing the triple s for me i was just like wait a minute that makes so much freaking sense and i realized that i guess unconsciously i do the same thing in the sense of if i go like when i went to jamaica a few years ago i had a playlist i always curate playlists wherever i travel to because i just want to i just i feel like i'm i like to envision the vibe so like before i went to cali i had a cali playlist i was i was listening to before my flight right before okay. I got there. And then like, I felt like it was the vibe and I played it throughout the entire trip. So I have like certain songs that like were coming up as you were speaking where I'm like, oh my God, yeah, in Jamaica, I was playing this song. And like, now every time I hear it, I instantly feel transported there. Yes. It just makes so much sense now. I'm like, oh my God, girl, yeah. You just use music to like- You curate your mind. Your, like, I, I, oh, it's brilliant. I love it. I was like, you gotta, 
we gotta package that up we gotta get that <laughs> master class because that's it like that's yeah. a, that is really just like wow because what we don't realize too is that travel is and I think we're all coming to realize that I think when we were younger maybe we weren't aware of it but like travel is so therapeutic you know, it's so healing, especially because like you say, you're going to a new place, you're getting a new experience. And to be able to do that while elevated, while using cannabis, it really does change everything. I know it what it was like to travel prior to being a cannabis consumer. And then like, I remember the trip when I did and I was like, that was probably one of my best trips. And then it just got better and better afterwards because it does allow you to be more present. You slow down and you're you like, not especially as a New Yorker, we move fast. Too we fast. move so <laughs> incredibly fast i don't know if anyone out here listening is from new york you can hear it in how we talk like sometimes i'm like da, 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 da. like it's just we move so fast that you forget that it is so important when you are traveling somewhere else to slow down and soak everything in mm-hmm. soak it all in have some days where you're not doing anything there's not a thousand excursions to do that day you're just walking around maybe checking out the place you're staying or checking out the city or the town that you're in and just seeing how people move in their everyday life in this new space that you're in and yes. doing that while elevated is a is just a it's really it can bring tears to your eyes because yeah. you're just seeing it from a different perspective Ex- exactly exactly a higher lens a elevated yes. view you know it's yes it's, it's beautiful oh it's my beautiful. goodness <laughs> yes 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 okay so we know you love to curate a playlist so <laughs> when you are traveling Cannabis is obviously a part of your wellness. Does it switch up depending on where you're going? You know what I mean? Like, I know for me, I'll bring edibles mostly because those are just the easiest things to bring. Right. Um, well, first and foremost, I am a flower girl. Um, I, I, I Once again, because for me, cannabis as that wellness component is that ritual component. And there's something mm. beautiful about rolling up. I, lo- I love rolling up. Like, yes. I will sit there and keep rolling and ro- I just love rolling up. So mm-hmm. I will do whatever is necessary to try and get the flowers there. Um, or worst case worse, I'll have pre-rolls or um, okay. a vape pen. Okay. Um, but those are, the, that's usually, I don't really, I'll bring edibles. Like now some places like I will bring edibles. I, I'd like I was off of a lot of edibles when I was like in um, Tobago, but Mm -hmm. I, I try the flower or sometimes, you know, knowing if I'm going into like a local space, um, even though it's like abroad, I I'll have like a local with me that will have somebody that has somebody, because that's another thing too. It's so trying weed everywhere else. Like um, it, it really makes you appreciate you know like wow this is what you guys call weed like wow this is this is okay um or wow this is I who who's your man like I need yes so it's it's a fun game but I always like try to have a contingency plan of of being my own you know having my own thing but I do like it's like restaurant trying you know like hopping Mm. around and and (laughs) trying this chef's this and that so that's how I am with weed and and travel I try to always have flour or try other people's flour but you know depending on what I will have some edibles I completely am just like yes because (laughs) trying cannabis from different places I just it's it's a different it's it's a different vibe it's just it's just like when we went to Costa Rica we were there for a month and just trying we had because 
they don't go by like strands out there, at least where we were. They didn't do strands. Mm-hmm. They did like the country it was from. Okay. So it was like, oh, this is okay. from Colombia. We're like, oh, okay, it's from Mexico. We're like, oh, okay. Like, we're like, oh, it's from like neighboring countries. And we're like, oh my goodness. Like, and it was just a different experience in how they cultivate their cannabis and how they speak about it as well. Like, it was a whole new experience in being in New York City or being in Philly or being in LA. You know, like, you're just right. like, oh, okay, like Colombia. Like, okay, but what kind of Colombia? I'm like, oh, okay, well, okay. <laughs> so usually what happens when you start to get to these countries that refer to other countries weed as the, the strain, it's like yes. they're usually referring to it probably as a land race. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of places, especially these heat tropical areas, um, the the hazes, the, the sativa-esque uh, weeds tend to do far better and grow you know, naturally in abundance mm. off of the land. So a lot of times it it's not like, you know, what we're doing in the, in the, you know, Western, well, I don't want to say Western because they do it in Spain and everywhere, but it's not breeding. You're not breeding cannabis. You're really okay. just living off of the land and whatever grows off of the land, you're going to harvest it, cure it and sell it. And so, yeah, this came from Mexico. I don't know what it's a Mexican land race the one thing that I think is so interesting that a lot of people don't know is that like as New Yorkers I believe in the 1920s there used to be so much Bronx land race cannabis growing and um I believe it was oh my god what department I I want to say like the department of health like declared war on the land race and they like scorched the land. Yeah. I was reading about this a few months back, like the Bronx, their wheat used to grow in abundance off of the land naturally. And in the twenties, they were like, yo, what? Burn that shit, burn that marijuana. Because now the black men are going to smoke that and rape our women. And I know that whole context is so (laughs) insane. I'm sure you watched the documentary on Netflix, um, The Grass is Greener. Oh, actually, I was, no. I have not. What? <gasps> what? You have to watch it. Okay. Okay. All <laughs> the right. The grass is greener. It is literally one of the most insightful documentaries I've seen on cannabis. Like, you know, there's a lot of content out there. Like, I really enjoyed the show with Khalees. Um, yes. That's when I, my mind was blown about cannabis and cooking. I was like, oh my god, this is a yes for me. But um, the documentary, "The Grass Is Greener," and Wolves, if you haven't watched it, please go and watch it. One, it just educates you on the history of cannabis in this country in particular, and even how the DEA um, was created because of black musicians like Louis Armstrong, <laughs> um, who were using cannabis. Yes, yes, and because they, you know, were they were smoking cannabis, creating art creating literally a new movement of music and how white men were terrified that black men who were creating music were going to seduce their white women and take them and rape them. So they literally created a whole department of the government to start penalizing and and cracking down on it because they were really just, it, it was out of frustration. Like it's so crazy because it sounds very like, that's insane, that couldn't have happened, but they break it down with like historical yeah. facts as like no that's exactly what the fuck happened um it was wild and even to the point where back in like i think louis armstrong was done with uh he was doing something in harlem he had finished and they were talking about like starting to crack down on it right starting to bring mm-hmm. down on on cannabis use and he was like well can i get like a medical card or something like, he actually was casually talking about like do we need a card or a permit to make this happen and that's before a medical card even like was a thing 
Like, this is how far back it goes in this country. So I'm not surprised at all. It's, wow, wow. But long story short, we grew in the Bronx as a land race, you know, naturally. And they, they scorched the land. And so, yeah, so when you travel and they're like, yeah, you want this Colombian? It's like, yeah, it's it's like coffee beans almost, you know? It's just appreciating the region's, like, organic, like, this is what comes from your soil. So let's try it. Mm, I love that okay so what are some key components to having a good experience with cannabis okay well I would say that you have to like know yourself um Mm. you know don't don't get pressured to to keep up with people you're around like some you know everybody's at a different phase in their life like if you're with me I might smoke way more than you but I am Mm. not expecting you to keep up with me so the first thing it's like it you know it's it's you got to be responsible. You know, I feel like I would say do it like how you would do alcohol, but I know a lot of us are just like, nah, we're all getting fucked up. So that is the goal or, (laughs) or not. Um, But with, with weed, you really have to pace yourself and know yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. That is of the most importance because it's like only you will know how many edibles you can handle. Only Mm -hmm. you will know how many um, spliffs or, or joints you can take. So, you know, that's the first thing, know yourself. Um, I would say the other tip is to know your favorite consumption. Like, you know, Mm. if you like edibles and not a smoker, that is perfectly fine. Like I have a lot of ladies are like, oh my God, I love smoke break. Um, I would love to submit a playlist, but like, I'm not a smoker. I eat edibles. I call it conscious consumption because I don't Mm -hmm. care how you consume. I think just Mm -hmm. smoke break just sounded, you know, cute, but it is is cute. Um, (laughs) but I want you to be comfortable in however you consume, you know, and if you choose not to consume and you use, you know, just say CBD topically, Mm -hmm. like that's perfectly fine. Like you are still welcomed into this club because as you said, it's a sacred plant and we have to treat it more like medicine um, than, you know, like wine in in terms of like, you know, it is for a good time, but at the same time, while you're having a good time, you're also healing yourself. So, you know, you don't have to overdo it. You don't have to keep up with friends. You don't have to prove anything to anybody. Um, So that's the first thing I always want like women knowing when entering this cannabis space is like you make your own rules. You decide Mm -hmm. how you're going to consume, how you're going to use this, and that is going to elevate your experience. Um, So I would say, you know, those are like my top twos. Um, then we can, you know, figure out intentions. Um, I would say, you know, use your smoke breaks. Oh my gosh. And my dog would be barking right now. Okay. Um, so I would say, yeah, the third is like have intention, like do nothing without intention, no thing without intention. So, um, you know, what are you smoking for? Are you smoking to relax? Because if you're smoking to relax, I'm gonna need you to like put everything down and tend to relaxing. Um, Are you smoking to like do work? Then I'm gonna need you to like smoke and then get shit done. So it's just like, know the reason that you're rolling up and don't just do it for the sake of rolling up or, or, you know, eating these edibles, like really get in tune with your body and understand why you're feeding it cannabis at this time Mm -hmm. and, and own that. And I would say those are my top threes. No, those are perfect. (laughs) Those are absolutely perfect because it's so important too. Because as we are continuing to destigmatize cannabis use, it's important to know yourself. It's important Mm -hmm. to have, it's so important to have intention because there are always, um, I always find it very entertaining, I guess is the best word for me as I'm I'm evolving. Um, When I meet 
people who are like, oh, I don't do cannabis because like it's crazy. Like it, it messes me up. I'm like, oh, you probably just had like something that didn't work for you. It doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean the plant itself is evil, right? Like mm-hmm. be a little bit open-minded. So you also, as you're exploring, utilizing cannabis, especially when it's part of your wellness, especially when you're traveling and trying it out in different countries and different places, understand that like it may not gel with you. It doesn't mean that the entire plant itself is not good for you. You have to explore. And understand that there's a bit of trial and error there. It might be like, oh, you know what? Like, I know one of my girlfriends cannot do edibles that are gummies, but if it's a brownie, she's fine. They're both edibles, you know what I mean? It's just, it's how it breaks down with the sugar and the fat content. There's a lot of key components when we're talking about like consuming cannabis, if it's not just straight flour. And even when it's flour, there's so many working parts to the flour itself. It's important to just explore and be okay well, whatever it is you get from that exploration, right? So it might be mm-hmm. like, I don't like this, so I won't be trying this again. That's cool. But don't let it mm-hmm. minimize your experience and cause you to miss out on a lot of healing and really deep connections because I have met the coolest people from cannabis. Yes. Like yes. literally the coolest. Yes. The coolest yes. people from cannabis. And they're all <laughs> yes. just like, they blow my mind. They just it's really actually- do. It's funny because I have this theory that like, if you don't smoke, I, I kind of mm-hmm. like, there's a connection loss mm-hmm. um, because I, it's like, I know people that don't smoke and it's like this blinder that's up. And, and once again, when I say smoke, I don't necessarily mean that I'm expecting you to be a smoker, right. just a consumer, w- w- a consumer. And it's like, if you don't consume um, I find that there's this big barrier this that like, you know, we can't seem to break. It's like, because you're going to have these notions, these preconceived notions of me mm-hmm. um, that like, you know, whether you want to believe them or not, if you're like a grown adult in your thirties and you haven't given your chance to explore this, it's like, there's some stuff that like, you know, we're going to disconnect that. Like you're going to yeah. probably think I'm like a hothead wild child and you're following the rules and, you know, but then, you know, I understand that there are people that are like, yo, I don't want to break the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, so once it becomes legal, I will then try it. And for you, mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, okay. You know, I, I understand that I, I've always been like a man, fuck your rules with all due Girl. respect Woo. and disrespect at the same time. <laughs> um, rules for me are always meant to be like, mm, let's see about that. Let's, you know, um, yeah. but for other people, I understand that like, no rules are there because they need to be. So yes. I'm going to listen to the rules. Um, yes. But for that, I, I always want to say that, you know, at one point slavery was a rule that was totally it okay. Sure was. And, yes. you know, you sometimes you have to test these things um, because sometimes rules are in place to be unfair. A lot of times I would say, especially in this country, a lot of the rules are just put in place to like keep people in place and they don't really have any real reason. So yes. the whole thing of like alcohol being legal, but weed isn't, which That's is insane. That, crazy, crazy. But it's like for you, you know, the person that's waiting for it to be legal, fine. But then once it's legal and you try it, I, I really, it's going to be like, aha, I see mm-hmm. why they kept this from me. Yeah. And I forgot the point I was making with this whole circle around, but it was a good this point. Is where we are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I was here for everything that you just said because I agree. It is important that when you are connecting with other people who use cannabis, like I, I can barely 
glimpses remember my life prior to cannabis and I didn't enjoy it that much I'm gonna be honest prior to my childhood obviously where I wasn't using cannabis but like my my early 20s I was completely stressed out completely burnt out and I do believe that if I had understood my human design and I had cannabis like I do now I think I would have definitely had a different a more holistic and healthier experience but I remember being one of those people Cause you yeah. know, I didn't drink until I was like 21. I was the person that was like taking shots of Coca-Cola and everybody's like, girl, oh my why God, are so you cute. here? <laughs> yeah. I was like, let's turn up. They're like, you're all you're picking is Sprite. Please, please. It's the please energy be quiet over there. It's okay. Right. I'm like, it's, I, I'm, I'm bringing the fun. And it's so funny. Cause I ended up drinking from like 21 to like 26. And then I stopped. I was like, all right, I'm done. There's really no need for me yeah. to do this. Like I, I've done enough. I've seen it all. But with cannabis, I'm just like, there's just so much more unfolding and unraveling. And so I love much. the way that I feel with it too. Yeah. I love the way that I feel with it. It's so and healing. It, it's, I, you know, I encourage with the plant, it's a whole plant. So there's so many yep. aspects to explore. Like I used to be against dabbing um, and there's a whole connection, uh, a story we can talk about with, you know, just the conception of like black people and using glass and it being associated with mm. like crack and being a crackhead. So mm. I used to have some of those views and I was like, uh-uh, I ain't going, you got a right. whole torch and everything. It looks like you doing crack. I'm not. Mm. So then I started dabbing because um, one of my friends is an amazing hash maker. And he's like, listen, like, um, if you want, if this is the crack, then hey, like, but you have to try this. And mm. I got into the art of dabbing and I realized that that is a different experience. Like uh, as a smoker, dabbing concentrates is just another amazing way to appreciate the flower in a like a a concentrated fast hitting way and then you Mm. know there's the edibles that like once again that's like it's going to take a little a while for it to onset but once it kicks in you're going to feel good um there's tincture so like you know the thing about the cannabis plant is there's so many ways to break it down and, and to appreciate it. And as you, you know, get older, you can try different mediums and different consumption methods. And it's like a new thing every day. It's, it's completely beautiful. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. All right. Before we hop off, I just want to have a quick geeking session about human okay. design because okay. why not you know why not? So I'm like why not? you have a plan I'm like it's my damn podcast I want to talk about human design because you <laughs> you're yes. in human design okay so what type of projector are you so I am a two four self-projected projector mm. <laughs> okay People I'm like, a four what? six emotional okay. projector okay. yes yes okay. okay okay I think you're the first um self projecting project that's the first time I think I've heard of that one like being able to meet someone because I've had splenic I've had emotional I've had um what is the other one I forgot the other I've been doing human design charts in the background but like of course it's early in the morning and my mind is not where it should be but I so when did you find out about human design um I found out about human design I think in 2017 okay um I was going through a Saturn return and Ugh. a lot of things in my life were being like just oh my god flipped upside down and um I had turned to astrology to kind of like I need some answers I need I need things to like kind of make sense and that's when I realized like oh congratulations you're in your Saturn return shit mm-hmm. is crazy bitch mm. um so crazy, crazy. so take it and um I was in a group and um uh AC Brown 
she was mm, like she yes. had brought up the con- the concept of human design and me uh, i am a leo sun leo moon and an aquarius <gasps> rising it's like august 12th is my birthday oh, my mom's the 14th and she <laughs> yeah. has been turning up since since like i feel like a two days before i'm like mom it's still cancer season calm down no like, but we, we, it's so my we time get that energy yes <laughs> exactly exactly yes. um but so she she was like, you know, that ladies, what are like, what's your human design type? And I was just like, hold on, you got another test for me. Um, mm. So <laughs> I put my stuff in the the Joven um, mm-hmm. you know, website. Mm-hmm. They came back like you're a two four self projected projector. And for me, the the projector, the energy type, um, you know, in human design, there are four energy types. I know four energy auras and five personality types within mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the projector, like a lot of people, when they are like, oh, when I found out I was a projector, I was like, Ugh, I hate this. I was like, yes. Because of the word itself. So, right. Mm-hmm. It, what This makes so much sense for me. Um, I really have been one of those people that were burnt out because I've been overexerting my energy, doing yeah. the most when I should not, um, trying to initiate things when that was not about me. Um, so oh, it made more sense to me than astrology at that point and I understand Mm -hmm. that it marries astrology and but it was it was finding my human design type was the first step that was like okay things are starting to click like I just love systems Mm -hmm. and I need to understand these systems so that I can work more (laughs) that's all I'm about I'm all about sustainability and efficiency so it was me like really like okay so then you know I the next thing I looked at was that two four what the fuck does that two four mean the profile this is like you know everybody can be a Leo but you know Leos and they're not the same so it's kind of like that with the profile the profile is like the coat you know like what, yep. what coat are we wearing today? And so it was mm. like, you're a two, four. And the two is that hermit. And I am such a homebody. Like, even though I love traveling um, and I love experiencing new places, it takes a lot of energy for me to want to like get out the house. Yep. But when I do, I shine. Cause you know, it's that Leo. It's like, hey y'all, I'm here. And that mm-hmm. taps into that four, that opportunist. So like I said, it was the breakdown of things starting to make a little bit more sense to me. Like, okay, this is this is giving me more than you're a Leo. Um, your moon is in Leo as well. Like it was starting to make sense. And then on top of that, that self-projected projector, so authority, you know, um, in human design is like nothing comes from the mind. Like your decisions nothing. are not from the mind. They are from, oh, you know, depending on what you are, the heart, your emotions, yes. your instinct. Um, what I loved about the self-projected uh, authority is this is a type of authority that acts. Um, I have to talk at people. It's like mm. I already know what I think I'm going to do. But I just need to hear it out loud. And I've always done this with different people. Like, I'm going to run this idea by my trusted friends and see how they respond. And if it's good, I'm like, ha, I knew it. Um, So once again, just hearing all of these things for me just started to make sense. And I was like, oh, my God, human design is very amazing. Um, I love it. Um, so that's kind of how I, like, found it and, and really turned to it. It was during that Saturn return. I think that was the same thing that happened for me because I so I have like a girlfriend who's always like just knows shit before shit pops off. Okay. She tell me about it. Maybe like when I was in, I want to say like maybe like 24 or 25. So like I'm 30 okay. now. So maybe like six years ago. And she was telling me about it. I'm like, girl, I am stressed out. Right. This is prior to cannabis, y'all. I was stressed out. 
I was like, I have time to hear about another thing, okay? I, I'm a Scorpio sun, Pisces moon, um, Gemini rising. I'm just going to stick with oh this because I just got this together, okay? I just understood this. Leave me alone. So she was like, I don't know. I think this would be helpful. I was like, girl, no. But of course, Saturn return came through and I was just like, all right. She, I heard about it again. I'm like, and then I had found um, Ace Brown on Instagram and then she was giving the aura readings. I'm like, what yep. is like a manifesto? What's this? What's this? And then I ended up taking the test and then it's the alignment for me. So at the same time, my other girlfriend, one of my close friends, she's a Leo. Her birthday is today, actually. Oh, yes. happy birthday. Um, in real time. <laughs> yes. My boo, Charlie. She hits me up randomly out of the blue and she's like, girl. I'm doing human design and I'm doing a human design coaching class. Do you want me to get it for you? Cause she loves her thing is giving gifts. She loves to give gifts. So yes. I'm like, uh, let's Leo. do it. Yes. They, Leo's love to give gifts for yes. themselves and, and for, for everyone else around them that they love. Yes. It, yes. it is like, we both getting it. I'm like, okay, exactly. <laughs> I'm here for this. So we started studying it together. And for me, because I realized in my 20s that like my journey, my purpose here is to express the feminine divine and really show, especially for black women, like how we can become more softer uh, and yes. flow with the feminine divine in our bodies. It was the human design showing me how it can be that masculine container, that sacred masculine container to allow you to practice the feminine divine, no matter how yes. you identify, right? So yes. I started breaking it down that way for me. And I'm like, especially as a projector, it is a very... Um, feminine divine energy type right it's yes. literally rest and play rest yes. and play and then at some point in time inspiration will strike and when it does it strikes hot and quick mm -hmm. and it's 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 damn near perfection and then you go and you rest and play some more yeah like and that's really the vibe of being a projector in general right and then of course as you break it down to like your authority type it's so true because it has nothing to do with the mind so there's um a YouTuber that I'm obsessed with. Her name is Mina Rafan. It's called The Universe Guru. I'm going to send you, because you're a projector, I'm going to send you her her video on Become the Invitation. Because one of okay. that kind of took me out was when they were like, wait for the invitation. And I was like, I'm from New York. I don't like waiting. What, <laughs> what you talking about? What? Wait for invitation. What does that mean? So I'm getting upset, right? Because I'm just like, I, as for me, I know I have a wealth of knowledge, right? But I also can attest to being a projector and speaking when it was not time or the space to speak. Yeah. And people really taking offense to what I'm saying, even though later on they would be like, ah, you was right, but they didn't ask for it. They didn't ask right. for that insight. I just thought yeah. to give it because it came up in me. Learning my design taught me how to actually navigate the wisdom that's within me. If they're yeah. not asking for it, you do not mm -mm. have to give it. Why are you, you giving not. to someone that doesn't want to receive it? That doesn't even make any sense now. But when I was younger, I'm like, give it to yeah. them because it's coming up in you right it's like you got you got obviously it's for them um no un, no it's not obvious for them. <laughs> yeah, yes. like what why, why would you say that why would you what do you mean you you're just like wait no no that's not you're like what and then like a few months later days years they're like girl remember that time you said I'm, i do i do remember that time because i'm always right but that's not the point like i'm glad you came to that conclusion yourself but yeah. um human design being a projector when I say, so I really got heavy, heavy into maybe the last two years. Like one insane. studying for myself, studying my chart. I'm still, I just broke down the, um, the I Ching part, like the numbers on the side. I, I, I broke down everything. right in front of me. Oh, I've been studying oh that God. specifically because okay. I love gates and profiles yes. and gene keys. Like, oh yes. my God, I am, I'm, yes. 
Oh my um, goodness. Yeah. Okay, so we got to talk about that side. Yes, yes, yes. Because I just broke that down. And then I just found that my struggle gate was open and I was pissed. I was like, okay. But it's okay. okay. It's okay. I had to come to terms with the fact that like, honestly, it's, you come to peace with it because as you're breaking down everything in your chart, for those who like, are like, what the hell are they talking about? Hit me up in the DMs or hit up Laura. We'll, 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 we'll guide you to how to get your chart at least to do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The human reading, yeah. the human design readings will drop in August, but essentially what it does is it gives you this beautiful blueprint and it, it literally tells the story of your life from um, a witness perspective right mm-hmm. so like I was reading through the gates reading through like the open channels um my profile my authority and I'm seeing my life play out and I'm just yeah. like oh my goodness yes because yeah my struggle gate it was open but also from that I now have this resolve in me that you don't need struggle for success I had to experience this first to really be absolute in that to be able to give that message to others especially the other black women because that's been our narrative for forever you work hard yes. let's sweat in tears and then at some point in time somebody will recognize you give you your flowers hopefully before you don't die and it's like oh, no hopefully. no 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 you get your flowers now because you deserve it because you simply exist and you don't have to continue that narrative of struggling for your success because our ancestors and our elders have had to go through so much they didn't do all of that for us to go through it too that just doesn't right. logically make any sense, you know? Exactly. But again, <laughs> I would have never known. I would have never been able to feel absolute in that. And then when you learn your human design, you can be in spaces and you just get it. I'm yes. not like pressed anymore. I'm not concerned someone's going to misperceive me or anything like that. I'm just like, this is who I am and I'm aware of it and I will evolve as need be. And I'm, I'm not for everybody. Some people be like, she's yes. annoying. Heard you. I agree. Sometimes I am annoying. This is not for you. Like, and, is, and you're yeah. not, your ego's removed. You're just like, okay, yeah, we don't vibe. That's cool. Like, it's not a thing. I'm not upset. I don't have any ill will towards you. We're just not for each other. And exactly. it's, it's just nice to have that blueprint to be like, yes. okay, I'm not crazy. Yeah. It's in no, my design. It's, listen, and, and that, so lately I've been working with a lot of um, Black families, especially with the kids, because, you know, uh, human design was originally for kids. Yes, and yes, I, um, so one of my clients, she has uh, a five and like 10 year old. Mm-hmm. They're around those ages. And we've been experimenting with human design with them. And it's just been a beautiful thing when you, as a parent, one, know yourself, because first, you know, I always tell people, you know, you can't put your, uh, put anybody else's life mask jacket thing on without putting it on first for yourself so you know I go through and I teach parents about themselves and then we apply that to their kids and we learn about their kids designs so you can see you know your kid and watch them live out their design because the thing about America and and the world in general on this earth is um, no matter where we live no matter what society there are society standards that you know everybody has to do like some of we all have to wake up and work from nine to five. We all have mm-hmm. to wake up at 7 a.m. and go to school for eight hours. Like that is not mm-hmm. how we are supposed to operate. Everybody is designed differently. Yes. And I think that's the beauty of human design, especially as like a professional designer that's like my day job. I mm-hmm. love seeing that, like, yo, there every there there is no same. There's no sameness. Everything yeah. is different. And with that, there's no good or bad. It just is. 
And I think there comes beauty when you are able to appreciate the just is, because it's like, you don't need justification or excuses. It's like, this is what it is. Like this, this, I have this gate that's not good or bad. It's just what is, you know? So when I see Mm -hmm. things playing out that are associated with that, that's not good or bad. That just is. Um, So that's what I really love about the human design is really um, it, it, it helps you navigate life a little bit easier than say astrology, where it's like the whole, like, this is what society is experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like, no, 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 this is the story of you. If you yes. choose to live it, like, cause once yes. again, it's not like, you know, people are like, oh my God, look at you telling the future. It doesn't, it's not like that. It is just like, these are the themes that are going to be throughout your life because right. at the end of the day everything is energy everything is frequency and yes. this is energetically the frequencies that you are bringing in and are emitting so it is what it is so human design <laughs> human yes design. I'm bringing you back on the podcast because I definitely want to have like um, a month where I do explore that and break it down because I just yes. feel like I'm all like you said I'm all about efficiency and ease that's that's my that's my bread and butter if I can make yes for my clients and my wolves like I want their lives to be more easeful and in order for that to happen they have to have efficiency they have to have systems that work for them yes. not work for the masses but work for them you know for them. um and I personally believe that you know when you allow the feminine divine to leave you in creating these systems you really get to explore and enjoy your life a bit more than when we're operating out of that that wounded masculine, right? That we've kind Agreed. of all been grown up and brought up in, and it has created a lot of damage a in lot. our lives, you know? A lot. So we definitely have to have like a part two because, oh my, if you guys are excited about human design, you guys should be, please, like Laura or me, just either one, either one, either. DM us both, just please, please. please I love talking about it. <laughs> same, I get so much joy because- you never really know everything either. Like you're always learning no. something new. You're like, oh wait, I haven't heard that. Oh wait, let me let me look that up. And then you're you're just in a rabbit hole, learning so much about yeah. yourself, about people around you. You know, like I, um, I'm working with my sister now to get my niece's design. I, my other girlfriend, we did her whole entire family. Half of them are manifesting generators. Oh my gosh. And then there's one projector. The middle child's a projector, and you can see it. I'm like. <laughs> come to me. It's okay. I love it. I will be there with you. She's like, it makes so much sense because she couldn't figure it out. She was like, there is just something unique in how he operates. And I'm like, he's gonna need a lot of alone. Like, you know, we're breaking it down and she's starting these processes and she's like, oh my God. Like, listen, every black family, we need it. Like, I feel like- Can you imagine if we grew up with this though, Laura? Like, can you imagine- what? Can you imagine? Oh my <sighs> gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like that, yeah. That's all mm. I say. Like, wow. Especially in New York. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, and then, you know, the, I love going a little bit deeper into the variables. Um, I'm I'm right now obsessed with environments. Oh my yes. gosh. So it's it's just it's it, you there's always layers to go through. And yes. you know, we can also sit and talk about the controversies of human design because girl, I mm-hmm. got a lot of that. I we can girl. talk about that. Um, but I really I I'm trying to take human design and put it in to the perspective of um, you know, a black woman. Because a lot yes. of people that when I put them onto human design, they go and see all this white stuff yes they see they see alan um mm-hmm. <laughs> rahu no mm-hmm. um and, and then they're just like no girl you're in a cult and it's just like okay yeah. guys it's, 
it is i want you guys to know that a white man did not invent this this is a mm-hmm. synthesis of yes. five other real sciences that have yes. been there before him um i just like how it was put together <laughs> so right. i'm just taking that and and giving it through my lens because um you know sometimes we kill the message because of the messenger and i'm yes. always for like well Oof. Well, what did the message say though? Like, okay, I know you didn't like that person, but was the message accurate? Or right. you know, and so that's how I approach human design, and I would love to talk about that as well with you. So, oh, okay, so well, <laughs> we're gonna talk about that. Like, I, we're, I promise, I promise to give because they've been asking me. They're like, girl, because I have like a girl. human design group on Geneva too. So yes. we'd be like, you know, doing stuff. Okay, first of all, why am I it. not in this? I'm going to send you the link. I'm going to send you the link. Okay. Because my friend and Charlie, my friend Charlie and I, we were like, we want to start doing it. So like every month we wanted to, um, we're going to start doing like mini readings and just breaking down things. We have it broken down by like your energy type. And then like we have resources in each one right now that you can start to just explore and get into it until we start doing like our weekly things. But I just, and again, it's for, it's, it's really for women and women of color to start to understand it. Because like you said, it does, I mean, that's probably why when I was in my mid twenties, I was like, I don't want to hear this because I don't see anyone that looks like me. And when you're in the midst of life and life is like throwing jabs and you don't see, and someone's saying he's a resource, but you don't see yourself in that resource or you know what I mean? It's just like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time yep. to dissect what this white man is saying to me. Like, <laughs> I am tired, right? But that's what we're here for. Like, myself yes. and you, we get to kind of break through. And, but that's also what projectors do, right? We're like natural yep. guys. We help to come on to realize these resources and be like, uh-uh, people need this. That's how I am about yes. EFT, about matcha. Like, people are always like, you're always into this Eastern. I'm like, they work, okay? They work. They work. They work, <laughs> they work and they help and they collapse that time frame of healing especially for black folks like that's why I love emotional freedom tapping because it breaks down the time frame of you holding on to this trauma that you don't even know how long you've been having it and it releases from the body with quickness so you can get on with your life we need those things you know so all right wolves I don't want to keep going for too long I mean I can't because I love her but it's we've talked about Canada talked about travel wellness and they all come in together with this theme of like even as you're traveling, because traveling and knowing your human design is a whole nother story. Okay? <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. It's a whole nother vibe. Um, but I hope that you found the gems in this episode. I hope that you experienced the cosmic energy that was flowing between us and with you. Let us know in the comments what part of it was like your favorite. Hit us up. Obviously, follow Smoke Break. Hit up Laura about human design. Y'all can always reach out to me. You know, I answer my DMs. Um, make sure you're on the email list, though, because I do do that. I answer my emails way more. But um, Laura, what do you have coming up that we can get into that we can explore and support you on? Um, you know, I I always have the Smoke Break playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, I Like I said, I encourage all ladies to just go and curate one. A lot of ladies are like, oh my God, I'm nervous. Like, don't be nervous. Like, just show us your vibe. Show us yourself mm-hmm. through music. So um, you can visit the Smoke Break website. Um, I'll give you all the links um, and you can go on the website and simply submit a playlist and be done and just relax. So that's all. I'm always taking new um, submissions for that. Yes. And I'll have all the links in the show notes for you guys. So you guys can just click, go submit and also hear all the other incredible playlists like myself, like mine as well. But there are so many different vibes. Okay. And you get to just explore new music that is consciously curated 
for you to have a vibe. So you can yeah. click and figure out what your vibe is and get into it. Oh, no, wait. I can't hear you anymore. Oh, wait, Lotus, you have cut out. Oh, no. What you part have was cut... the last part? Because I can edit um, this. You, were, you had cut out at It's a Vibe, um, like, talking about the all the volumes and then you had cut out oh no okay well what I was saying was giving you deep gratitude for all the work that you do for what you've done with smoke break for what you do with human design how you show up in your community like I deeply respect and honor you I am so grateful that you're even on this podcast <laughs> today oh, thank you for it means the world me. to me girl like <laughs> I soul sister like whatever you need hit me up yes. it's done okay yes yes, yes. <laughs> okay wolves uh that's everything make sure you check out the other episodes of cosmic conversation and check out smoke break again check out the playlist everything's in the show notes and i will see you for the next episode i love you to the moon and back bye, bye. <laughs>